You know I'm about that bag. Shout out to all the hustlers out there. I'm going to make it happen. Dave Myers, the invoice is taken care of. Don't play. Pause. You know what? I wish y'all would think more. Because while I think that they felt like, oh, that would be cute, that would be funny. To me, that just shines a light on all of the shit that y'all be affiliated with in a way that y'all really don't be connected to it in a way that y'all don't give a fuck. Oh, look at this, look at this, look at this. So basically endorsement, endorsement, endorsement. Okay, I'm done with that. You know, send up heel pill or whatever if the price is right is what it looked like to me. What the hell? Let's continue watching this bullshit. And make sure you edit this video fast. Okay. We the best music. Turn around, Khaled. Shit. Another one. Oh Lord. Not down for You ever seen a horse come out the sky? We know. Does that mean you're gonna stop drinking? Why is she smashing alcohol bottles with a guitar? And she said, To hell with the liquor! What is that about? <laughs> Girl, what the fuck? That was so stupid. <laughs> Dominique with these eight count seats, Oh, now he gonna set it on fire. Okay, Dominique. You gonna light the cigar with the guitar? Okay. Girl, put them damn braids down so you knock somebody the fuck out. Oh, Coolio. The baby said you get one take and two angles. Let's rock. Oh, he off the chandelier. The chandelier. Okay. <laughs> Oh, that's it. Oh, not time. Ass. 
They said Post Malone did not show up. But they left Post Malone's name in the title. Okay? Because they knew down at the Holy Moly Donut Shop that if they was going to get some real views, they had to put Post Malone's name in it. All of the white honky fans are down there right now complaining. Want to know where they slimy mouth is. Post Malone, what would you add? What would you add, baby? What? Not Ackbord and blamed everything on the Casamitos. <laughs> you know what? Let's go ahead and get into the bullshit. <laughs> Akbar said, stop assuming things you see in the media. I ain't know no bullshit. I'm laughing. I don't know what happened. I was on Casamigos. Okay. Alexis. I, I don't have time for Akbar bullshit. Let, let's go ahead and get into it, y'all. I mean, when they see me, they know that every day when I'm breathing, it's, it's, it's for us to go farther. You know, every time I speak, I want the truth to come out. You know what I'm saying? Every time I speak, I want to shiver. You know, I don't want them to be like, they know what I'm going to say because it's polite. They know what I'm going to say. And even if I get in trouble, you know what I'm saying? That Ain't that what we're supposed to do? I know if I keep talking about how dirty it is out here, somebody going to clean it up. You are listening to Milagro, baby. Milagro Grams. International Nino. Mia. Nigga Millie. My bad, I accidentally cut it off early because my finger slipped, but I will, I'm ready. <laughs> I hope that y'all are having an amazing day. It is Memorial Day. <laughs> Bitch, you are like, oh, <laughs> Ooh, damn, okay. It is Monday, May 31st, and so I'm coming to fuck with y'all uh, for a little while. It is a holiday, so I do want my time in hell. You know it's hard out here for a pimp, okay? And so, please, um, we are going into June, which means that the Father's Day giveaway is coming up soon. Not yet. I will let you know. And, you know, we call out names and numbers, and we show receipts, okay? And so, um, hopefully, you've been sending in emails. I've definitely gotten quite a few, and so I've been going through those, and the people will be chosen before we even try to raise any money. And we'll decide, you know what I'm saying, um, you know how we're gonna do it once we see how much we get y'all know we talk about it and we're very open but i'm so excited about that um i hope that fathers feel the same type of love that that the mothers did you know last month because everybody is important you know and essential and then like i said we're gonna have to do something for aunts and uncles maybe godparents you know people who have like a really big role maybe you know after that we can do that and try to give some money because um aunts and uncles and you know uh, maybe a big cousin that's really involved and shit like that i know y'all be loving y'all family too and they don't have uh holidays necessarily you know they said teachers right exactly but honestly shit like that so we'll be getting into that but um, I'll let you know. Don't forget to check out myradioofficial.com. 
I had no idea that um it had a little glitch. And so I updated it. The stories weren't updating, you know, like they were supposed to from the Instagram. But everything is fixed. So when something is happening, you can go directly to the website and you can find out, you know, about all trending topics, top three stories, and then all videos that we do. So you never have to be lost again, okay? For everybody that's been on Discord, I hope that y'all been having a good time. It's been going the fuck up, so I know that y'all have. If you want to be a part of it, all you have to do is go to the website and sign up to become a member, okay? And everything is right there after that. Whew. But let me show you this real quick though. And if you just can't get enough of me, Milagrograms, then you can go ahead and check out Mob Radio Official. It's the place to be for everything Mob Radio related. All you have to do is scroll down to where you see the vault. Click citizenship, create an account, and boom, there goes the link to Discord. It's like everybody having your phone number without all of the risks. So we can talk, text, and even face chat if we wanted to. So I can't wait to see y'all there. Now let's get back to the show. All right, you guys, and uh, for everybody that just saw that, that Discord is the one that's more contained and more controlled, okay? If you're a member uh, or you listen to Mob Radio and you want to be a part of the conversation, there is an open Discord that you have access to. Everybody that listens to Mob Radio has access to the refugee camp, okay? So pack you one backpack, and please let it be mesh, the one with the holes in it, from like the ghetto schools, Jazzport, Jansport, whatever the fuck it was called, and then you can bring a couple of belongings. We will check it out for bed bugs and roaches, and we will let you know if we decide to give it to you upon entry. You know, in the refugee camp. There have been some, um, you know, scout leaders over there. And they've been passing out, you know, meals, pieces of MRE kits. And they have been running the water hose and spraying everybody down. Okay? And so, it's been a lovely thing to see so many people over there. Um, currently, uh, it's looking like Sodom and Gomorrah. But we're going to go through and, and, and clean it on up. Okay? Everybody back in your tent. <sighs> Y'all, let's get into this right here. I was so happy to see it. Shout out to Nupal Justice. So when they tell you we don't care about the violence in our communities, show them this. And let me like this post. For the first time in Brooklyn, a peace treaty was agreed upon between the nine Trey Gangster Bloods and the Rolling Moving Crips. I've always wanted to facilitate peace treaties, but the untimely death of my close friend pushed me to action. Some thought this would be impossible. Nothing is impossible with God and community. Emphasis on unity. The moment I proposed the idea to the real Billy Starks, he was on board. I love you so much, Billy. To my son, fuck my son. Thank you for connecting me to the resources and people that provided us with a safe space to hold this. I love you. Um, she said, thank you for volunteering your time. Somebody named AT and space to make this possible. We love and appreciate you. Last and certainly not least, thank you to my activist family that supported me all the way through and helped make this possible. I love y'all with all my heart, okay? And so you can see the photographs. You can see what they signed. It says a peace treaty. Um, you know, I'm not a gangster or anything like that, but how does this work? Do y'all have a meeting and let everybody know that that's what y'all gonna do? Because how can y'all account for all of the people in the gang not, not fucking with somebody from the other gang? How does this work? Is, does the message kind of trickle down? And the people in charge tell their people, listen, can you stop? Can you stop? We're not going to do that. At the end of the day, I think that it's a beautiful thing, and I'm glad that they came together, and um, it does show some concern, and I hope people feel more concerned and compelled to do shit like that, okay? Whew. 
All right, y'all. Little Uzi just popped up on my screen. Bitch, I was about to spray some down right. Let's go ahead and get into this update on the Biggie Smalls situation. Biggie Smalls been dead since Jesus let that man split the water and then let the people walk through to the other side and drown everybody else. I don't know why in the hell y'all continue to drag this shit up every time we turn around because y'all ain't going to do shit about it. Y'all ain't going to do shit about it. Y'all sat up there and let them people kill Tupac and Biggie Smalls. So guess what? It is 2021. And here y'all go with this shit. Again. 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 Okay, so shout out to T-Serve Code. Daily Mail Celebrity says that the notorious B.I.G. was executed by a nation of Islam co uh, co convert, covert, bitch, I don't know, in a hit arranged by Suge Knight. This is coming from an ex-FBI agent. And, I mean, what today? Okay. Death Row Records founder Suge Knight paid a hitman from the Nation of Islam to kill rapper Notorious B.I.G. as revenge for the killing of Tupac Shakur, even though the intended target of the 1997 murder was Sean Diddy Combs. It's been alleged. So they're saying, actually, Biggie wasn't supposed to die. Diddy ass was. Okay. Hills over here said, not and. It's and in the, to the point that, okay, this is an ex-FBI agent. They have gone out of their way to discredit all of these different people. What is to become of people sitting up what he say, she say? Was anything presented to us or was a story drawn up? So I, I would hope that you don't, you don't sit up and feel, you know, just overwhelmed with, you know, some type of confidence that, oh, this must be true just because they wrote it up. Because we don't fucking know what the hell is going on. They got a new story every couple of years. How? What other cases in hip-hop history have they milked like the Tupac and Biggie situation? So I feel like if they're going to come with it and have a conversation about it, then it needs to be some, uh, to some type of a veil. I, I feel like they be using this shit for headlines, using this for that. I see somebody saying this is a way for them to get Diddy pulled in. Listen, people. I don't know what the hell is going to ultimately happen, but I think that all of these people that y'all and grew to love and adore and bow down to and all that bullshit, you're going to hear a lot of shit about them. So who knows? Who knows, okay? And we will be getting into Mary J. Blige. But anyway, let's continue reading. So the claims were made by a retired FBI agent who also alleges that corrupt cops from the Los Angeles Police Department helped cover up the murder. Those claims were backed up by two filmmakers who said that they've read court papers corroborating the allegations. The rapper, who was also known as Biggie Smalls and whose legal name was Christopher Wallace, was gunned down in L.A. on March 9, 1997. He was just 24 years old, so young. No charges were filed in the case. The killing was believed to have been the result of a feud between L.A.-based uh, LA Death Row Records and its bitter rival Bad Boy Records, which is based in New York City. Okay, Muhammad, who was originally known as Harry Billups, changed his name when he joined the Nation of Islam. He has reportedly uh, reversed his identity and is now known as Billups. Billups is said to be working in real estate in Georgia. All the evidence points to Amir Muhammad, Carson told the Post. He's the one who pulled the trigger. There were plenty of others who helped orchestrate it and allowed him to pull the trigger. Carson's claims are not new. Muhammad has uh, long since suspected or he's long since been suspected of um, involvement in Biggie Small's death. 
So the retired agent tells the Post that the alleged cover-up was the biggest miscarriage of justice in his 20-year career at the FBI. So ask people who have been plugged into this since we were fucking kids, what does this do for you is the question. And when you find yourself saying not a goddamn thing, you'll understand where I'm coming from. I don't have no time for this shit. Okay. We don't have time for this shit. I mean, okay, and then what? And then what? And then what? And then what? Um, Do I think Diddy had something to do with a lot of shit? I think a lot of them had a lot to do with it. I think him and Suge Knight probably evil than a motherfucker. And they would have been willing to do anything to stay in power and stay in position. Okay? So that's how I feel about that. So we'll see. The truth will come out. If the year 2020 didn't show you shit and every day after that, uh, please just pause and wait on it. Okay? Let's go ahead and get into what took place down there with Lil Boosie Boo. Um, these people sit up and sing about all of this shit. Because we got to get into Pooh Shiesty as well. Boosie uh, was at a video shoot. And a shooting broke out. So let's go ahead and get into a little video clip real quick. Okay. So that was the disturbing scene over there. And um, Boosie came out and said, well, wasn't nobody trying to shoot me. You know, that ain't got nothing to do with me. Y'all be lying on me. All this violence that's being perpetuated and everybody sitting up being in these spaces and, and, you know, manifesting death. I feel like that's why all that dark-ass energy is over there. Boosie is okay. But somebody has been confirmed dead. A suspect has been arrested. Shout out to the shade room. Um, following yesterday's shooting at Boosie's video shoot in Huntsville, Alabama, a suspect has officially been arrested. TMZ TV reports that 22-year-old Christopher Quan Freeman was arrested and formally charged with murder after the victim, Randall Strong Jr., 20 years old, died at the hospital from gunshot wounds that he sustained. Okay? And so that's him. Why? Why? And how many times has there been a shooting near Labusi? So Labusi might feel like it ain't for him, but I think you need to take a closer look and maybe move the fuck around and move a little bit smarter. Maybe you don't need to be outside in the projects when you shoot music videos. Or maybe y'all need to close off sections. Certain people can't get on this block while we're doing this. There's a way to handle everything. And I think you need to handle your shit better. <coughs> Everybody walking around acting like they fucking invincible. No, you're not. No, you're not. Before we get into Pooh Shiesty, I want to get into this. My prayers are with Jessica. Jessica is um, a mob listener, you know. And so we love Jessica. And um, she actually was out and about this Memorial Weekend. And she just so happened to be at a club when shots rang out. You know what I'm saying? They, they were shooting down at Club Clay in Houston. And so let's go ahead and get into um, the video clip. And get into this. Two people were left dead from the shooting. And then um, what was so scary and what was so eerie about it, rather, was hearing Jessica say, you know, oh, they're fighting. You think they're going to start shooting? And then a few moments later, as there she's sitting, chilling, having a little conversation, da, 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 boom, all these damn gunshots. You know, so it is just so crazy. It's crazy how, you know, you'll sit up and say something 
and then a shit beating came to pass. You know, sometimes that's that that spirit and that protection, you know, trying to tell you something. So we're going to get into this video. And like I said, prayers out to her because that's really, really, really traumatic. Let's take a look. Um, deputy was alerted to gunfire inside of the club. Uh, at least one deputy uh, saw a male shooting towards the crowd. The deputy engaged and discharged and struck at least one male. Uh, I can tell you right now, it's a difficult scene, a lot of moving parts, and we're still in early stages of it. Uh, we have two males dead inside, uh, one male, two males transported to the hospital, uh, one critical, uh, one stable. Um, the deputy was a- Okay. Them niggas, them niggas, they fighting, them niggas fighting. Oh shit, y'all. What the fuck? So let's pause. I see the comment. So she stuck around to see whether that was going to shoot or not. That's not how it happened. She was hanging out at the club. Noticed the fight. It, it wasn't turned up like that. It seemed like the situation had been diffused. And then that's when shots rang out after the fact. Y'all think them niggas going to start shooting? <laughs> Nah, it was an ice chest pop right there. Bro, what the fuck? I told you, bro, I told you. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh shit! Okay, and so absolutely ridiculous. And then, like they said, two people ended up dead and somebody else is injured. I think that it's a damn shame that people cannot even go out you know, uh, and relax and just hang out, you know, anymore without somebody getting shot at, getting killed or whatever. Um, you really do have to pick and choose and you never know. You never know. Nobody is waking up deciding that, oh, this, this is what I want to do today to put my life in danger. That's not the case. Uh, I, I just think that it's a damn shame and there needs to be, uh, more checking going on and more, more surveillance. Y'all got all this money to invite these stars down here. Put a goddamn, um, metal detector at the front. Because y'all continue to allow these people to come into these spaces with these fucking weapons. And they have them readily accessible to do shit like this. You know? And so, um, another unfortunate situation and another unnecessary situation. Prayers to the family, whoever was affected. Names have not been released as of yet. And so, um, as more information comes out, we'll definitely talk about it. But I really had hated to see that. And prayers to Jessica. Now, let's go ahead and get into the situation with Pushaisti. Because he pulled him a gun out over the weekend, okay? Um, child, let me write it down. Let me get these timestamps for y'all. Okay, so let's take a look. So you see Pushaisti performing. And what I want you to pay attention to is his pockets, okay? You see that Pushaisti got all this money in his pockets. Crash dummy shit. I, I am not, you know, impressed at all. By the stupidity that is displayed by these niggas out here that they never had shit. Y'all be walking around without looking like a lick, bitch. You look like a monk to me. Why would you be walking around with all that money sitting up in your motherfucking pocket? You're performing. Why? Why is that money in your pockets? I mean, make it make sense. Make it make sense. So, okay. You see the money in the pockets. Allegedly, his ass got robbed for every dollar bill. Dollar dollar bill, come get her. They say they took all the motherfucking dollar bill. They said they did that nigga worse than running down there at the bachelor party. 
took everything. Y'all remember Ronnie came back to the room and packed the bag up real quick? Bitch, they say they took all them dollar bills. So, that's word on the street. Now, let's get into this video of him leaving the club and you can see the clock in his motherfucking hand. Let's go ahead and get into this video clip. Look, look at this shit. And look at, watch right here. Right there, people. This is Pooh Shiesty looking like a damn fool. And he say he ain't get robbed, baby. Them pockets looking light. Let's watch. You see? Pockets looking light. You had a lot. Now you got a little bit. Let's play it again. Let's play it again, people. And you can hear the person at the club saying there were shots. Now, there was an incident where the microphone fell, allegedly. So they said that there weren't gunshots. But make it make sense. Why the fuck does Pooh Shiesty have a weapon? And this is where y'all do the work for the hip-hop police. Honestly and truly. And y'all can't be mad at nobody but y'all dumbass selves. Because where did it make sense? You got security, but you walking with security out the club with a gun in your motherfucking hand. Does that make sense? And you do you see him cock that motherfucker? Come on now. You cannot make this shit up. They said several people were injured. Well, let's go ahead and get into his response. He says that it's all lies and false allegations, okay? Um, and this was just a couple of hours ago. He said, false allegations, nothing never been took from me. It's a damn shame that niggas would rather clip up if they got robbed versus if there was an actual shooting and if people were harmed. Didn't nobody take nothing from me? Didn't, come on now. That's all you worried about? Over here on my radio, um, there was a story that we broke about um, this woman who says that she was assaulted by Lil Baby and his people. That's what she alleged. There was video footage and everything. We were trying to understand what the big deal was about the video. And then we finally concluded that maybe, you know, Lil Baby didn't want people to see him hiding behind a car when shots rang out. Was he supposed to be so much of a thug that, that it would have been a knock to his brand if, if people would have saw that he was hiding behind a car? Where he's literally tussling with another uh, another human, a young lady, for a fucking camera. And she said she felt so fucking afraid. You know what I'm saying? And claims that they had put their hands on her, certain people of the crew. And so, um, I, I think it's disturbing the way that they're more concerned with, you know, the image and, and worrying about what people got to say versus the safety of other human beings. You know, I think that's fucking pathetic. I'm glad that, um, you know, he's not hurt, obviously. And I'm glad that we haven't heard a story about anybody being dead because obviously there's a lot of that going around. People, speaking of going around and around and around and around, let's talk about Rolling Ray, okay? Rolling Ray uh, was chilling at home when the police came a-knocking on his door. He says that he did not call them. People are calling it another publicity stunt. And I'm just trying to figure out why we're still keeping up with Rolling Gray. I mean, what? So, um, Wiley did an interview with Rolling Gray. And, um, they kind of got into it a little bit. It was very comical. Um... Why did they get into it? Because Wiley started to ask particular questions about the toe and the mouth. Um, what did Wiley ask him? Can he feel certain body parts, I think? Uh, Roland Ray just got offended at certain points, you know. Um, and so, you know, cussing him out and leaving. But uh, a little bit of information was found out about who it was who had put the toe in his mouth and why. And so y'all can go and check that out if y'all want to go watch it. But, um, yeah, that, that was that.
Um, he called the boy Willie Bitch. I did hear that. Anyway. Yeah, he said, bye, Willie Bitch. <laughs> and he said, my name is Wiley. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get into the hectic scene, the chaotic scene. As the wheelchair was parked in the corner charging and Rolling Ray was left defenseless on the furniture playing Grand Theft Auto. You don't knock on my fucking door that loud. I'm in a wheelchair for two, bitch. If I didn't open the door, if somebody part and falls, you probably gotta call to your and tell them to come up the door. Don't bang on another fucking door like that. Yeah, it's 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 six thousand dollars that I pay for. I pay rent, market rent. You didn't call nine one one. No. You okay? I'm fine. I'm banging my door like that. We got, listen, if we get, if someone calls 911, just this You don't get permission to go to people's doors and stuff, sir. You tell me and I'm recording too, so you should get the fuck out of my closet. Get the fuck out of my house. Have a nice day. Yeah. Don't open up my fucking door. Fuck around with y'all. Next time you call 911. I never called the police, bitch. Okay. The officers assert that he called 911. But you see that Rolling Ray was trying to overtalk them. Uh, I, I was done when the man said, this is a big TV. Child, not market right. Listen, 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 Linda. I think that Rolling Ray called them. Why was he already recording? Was the door unlocked? Did they have to kick it in? I mean, make it make sense. Does Rolling Ray have a roommate or he has his own place? Because I'm confused as to what the hell is it? Like, is this a bedroom that he's in or what? How are they right at the door and right in the room? There's what I'm trying to see. They said he has a caretaker. Well, what I'm trying to see is what room is this? And what door did the police enter into? Yeah, it looks like a studio and he was telling them to get out of the closet. But I don't know. So you heard the police tell them, you know what I'm saying, do not use your life alert unless you really, really need it. He's in an assisted living place. Oh, okay, man. Um, let me go ahead. They said, no, he's not. What the fuck? <laughs> let me beg for $20. Holiday pay. Are you enjoying the show? Then go ahead and drop something in my cash up on my PayPal because this is an independent operation. This channel is funded by the people for the people. So you gonna invest in a nigga or what? Rolling Ray could could be at the line in Walmart saying, uh, how much is it? I'm gonna use my card, don't cash. And Shade Room gonna post it. I, I just do not understand. I really don't like it's so crazy usually those situations where somebody you know is trending because of a moment it like kind of fizzles off and for whatever reason are the people that interested in Roland Ray because he's been he's been around for a little while they said Roland Ray was in the front lines of the riots mm. they said but they won't post Cardi or Megan negative news he makes you giggle hmm okay Hmm. Let's go ahead and get into what uh, Judge Joe Brown had to say when he had a conversation with Kwame Brown. Uh, this happened last week. Y'all wanted me to talk about it, but I needed a fucking break. So let's go ahead and uh, get into this right here. When I see 
Lizzo the Lizard Hippo with her bare, fat, flabby ass trying to twerk in public, looking like a damn harlot in front of children. See, that's not right. When I look at Cardi B, who is a street-walking hoe, who brags about how she used to drug her tricks so she could rob them. Yeah, she did say that. see, that kind of thing put up as an exemplar of heterosexuality and normalcy. That is not normal. Something's wrong with it. Okay. A lot of people said that this was a very enlightening interview and that if you were to watch all of it, then you would have been entertained. I have not watched it, okay? Uh, but I did hear about this because this was heard around the, uh, around the world. But a lot of people did say that they enjoyed it. Uh, first of all, anybody writing him off as an old man, I mean, shame on you. Shame on you. There are so many able-bodied people. You know, the same way it's not fair to write people off as crazy is the same way uh, Same way it's not fair to write older people off just because they're older. Because they do have a lot of wisdom. If you don't agree with what he said, then that's fine. Then that's fine. But um, I, I just don't think that people can be upset that these are the type of feelings that people have when they present themselves a certain way. You know? And y'all love to say that something is judging. Bitch, look, if, if, that's, if that's how I feel about you, that's my opinion, that's instant and third. Ain't nobody trying to condemn you. Go do whatever the fuck you want to do. But he was asked about his opinion, and that's that. And y'all such push, uh, pussy-ass hoes on social media these days that y'all ass want everybody to just, oh, you look good. You're, no, the fuck she don't. No, she don't. Lizzo is a beautiful woman that sells herself short and who obviously has insecurity issues. That's who the fuck Lizzo is. Every time she break out of the matrix for a second, the bitch somewhere boohoo crying, talking about how miserable and depressed and lonely her ass is. And then they get that bitch a hot Cheeto and a shot of Hennessy, and she squeeze her ass into another outfit and bends the fuck over for everybody. Okay? And it is what it is. Um, Let's take a look at this. Lizzo is a beautiful woman. This is not flattering. It's the nutsack look for me down here by the crotch, and it's the titties. Going from left to right and whatever way they want to go. Why couldn't y'all tighten that up, pull that up a little bit? And ain't nothing wrong with having a natural body or whatever. But it, it's, it's just the way that the titties are, they're tucked in down there. I thought the bra was supposed to pick them up. You know, and, and so I just don't understand why in the fuck they continue to play themselves like this in the social media. Uh, Lizzo, girl, what did you do? Is this part of your contract? It's not flattering. Let me tell you something. You don't have to dress like a middle-aged woman. But something I've always admired about Monique, big, small, short or tall. Monique dressed in a flattering way. She kept herself up. Beautiful woman. Always has been a beautiful woman. It's not about the size. And I wish that y'all would stop doing that. It's a lot of young ladies who are smaller than Lizzo who don't be looking flattering either. But because y'all find yourself attracted to a child clap and then y'all condemn Lizzo. No, 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 no. That shit ain't fair. But over here in my radio, we talk about it all. So I don't give a damn what size you are. It, it's some shit that just doesn't look good. It looks trashy. And call it what the fuck you want. But it is what it is. So, you know, um, Lizzo, you know, it, it is what it is. That's how Lizzo trends these days. It ain't about the music. She came out with old ass music and ain't put out nothing since that I didn't heard. Had a stellar year and then just faded to the background. You know, we always hear about Lizzo having a breakdown or going on a new diet. And I'm fucking over it personally. Okay. Now, let's go ahead and get into Akbar. There has been a lot going on with Akbar. 
Um, I am so sad to report that Akbar, shout out to It's On Site. She literally just said, none of these hoes is safe in Atlanta. Lyra nor Alexis. And that's on my mother. Okay? Akbar, I've seen your tussle. You gonna make Lyra whoop your ass. Girl! Where am I at? Let me write this down. 30, 29. Bitch. So let, 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 let's get into this bullshit. Let's get into this bullshit. What happened? First of all, people were very disturbed. And I am people. About the suicide attempt that Akbar pulled. The fake stunt that Akbar pulled last week. Sitting up, crushing up Percocet studies. Swallowing them whole, talking about uh she she said people was raping her and stuff and she fat and she trying to find love in a hopeless place. Don't I give a fuck about her and la da da da. So we sitting up here like, can somebody go check on Akbar? Like what the hell is going on with her? Okay then, boom. We just talked about Lizzo, right? Okay, shout out to the shade room. Akbar went on Twitter and she said, I don't like how y'all be body shaming Lizzo to keep shit G. Y'all drove me into surgery. I feel like I couldn't make it being fat. And a part of me wanted to lose weight to be healthy. But 95% I wanted to lose weight because I wanted to win in this music industry. And I don't regret losing. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. You dedicated only 5% to your health. But 95% of you wanted to make it in the music industry. That's your fucking problem right there. So do not blame that on people. There were people continuing to tell you that you was beautiful. You didn't believe it. So the other, the other little group of people that told you what you needed to do and them people in them damn rooms telling you what you needed to be, that is what led you and fed your insecurities and had your ass doing all of that surgery. Don't guilt trip them people on, on fucking social media. Because can't nobody make you do shit. Ain't nobody put no gun to her damn head and told her to go get that shit cut up off her ass. I didn't do it. You didn't do it. So it don't matter how many times you may have said, damn, I'm going to need to lose some weight. She did what she wanted to do. Period. That don't make bullying or body shaming right at all. But at the end of the day, these people, public figures and celebrities, love paying attention to the negativity and, and don't give a damn about the positive shit. How this work? They tell you, y'all don't never post nothing positive about us. But they always pulling stunts to stay in the motherfucking blogs trying to be motherfucking controversial. Do that make sense? I, I couldn't go to school because I ain't had no money. I ain't had no money because I didn't have a job. I ain't have a job because I ain't had no skills. I ain't had no skills because I ain't go to school. Didn't go to school, didn't go to school. Bitch, what? Everybody got a motherfucking story to tell. Well, the book is closed and I'm putting it on the shelf and the library is going down in flames, ma'am. Uh-huh. Because then nobody, don't nobody be driving these hoes down there to get them stupid asses and all that bullshit. That's what they want to do. So I'm not going for it. So then Akbar said, it's always something. You too big. Lose some weight. Do this, do that. You got to act like you uh got to say that to be honest. None of this shit matter if you got a hit record. With a hit record, you can skate on ice. Lizzo, don't let nobody drive you into depression. So pause. If that's your mentality, that if you have a hit record, then don't none of that shit matter because Lizzo is a plus-size woman who, ha who has had success, then how much do you not believe in your damn self? Because if that's the case, then 
you would have felt like you was going to have a number one record, so you don't need to do that. I'm going to get a hit, so I don't need to change who the fuck I am. My talent going to speak for itself. Bitch, you gave up on your damn self. So guess what? What you want us to do? What do you want us to do? The contradictions. Come on now. She said, then when you do decide to lose weight, here come the trolls. You lost too much weight. You look sick. You think you all that. You this, you that. I don't like the new person you became. So basically nothing is good enough for y'all. And y'all bash us when we um talk back and check y'all. Akbar, stop likening yourself to these celebrities. Please. You are a public figure from Instagram at this point. Um, We know who Akbar is. Who is us is what I'm trying to say. Wee oui, wee, oui, fifi. Voulez-vous coucher avec moi? C'est ça. The fuck is going on. Um, if you know that, then what the fuck are we talking about? Damned if you do, damned if you don't, so damn it. That's what you need to always remember. Fuck what these hoes talking about. Bitch, that's what I'm talking about. I just posted a picture with a back row. This this girl commented and said, this is a cute picture, but you look uncomfortable. I deleted that bitch comment. Because I don't need that type of negativity in my life, bitch. Ain't no but you look cute, though. Ain't no but you look cute, though, bitch. But get your ass up off my motherfucking comments, bitch. You showing love or you showing not. That's that. Fuck out my face with that bullshit. I ain't going for none of it. Not not on my motherfucking Instagram. Okay? Uh-uh. So then what happened after that? Because that was one thing that happened with Akbar. Bitch. Then somebody said to Akbar on Twitter. Don't come back trying to post a handful of Advil. Akbar said, bitch, them was perks. I be good. Shut the fuck up. God not ready for me. You need to go pray instead of texting me. Go get you some money. Akbar then went online and uh she did a she did a prayer. Okay. <sighs> Impossible. I told y'all that them was percocets. And what do you mean, Akbar? You be good. You wasn't good on Twitter that night, baby. You was not good. You you were saying that you hoped that heaven had a liquor store. You were saying you hope you could suck dick and shit. You were saying a lot of shit. You were saying don't nobody love you. You know, all kind of shit like that. And I told you that I was going to do a 5150 on your ass. Oh, your, your ass got the fuck up out that bed then, didn't you? Uh-huh. Her ass ain't too damn crazy. <laughs> I ain't too needy. <laughs> I'ma call her Akbar Vonnell here. Cause bitch, your ass was sitting up there, your boing boing. You got your ass about bounce up off the motherfucking springs. Your ass ain't too motherfucking crazy no more, huh, bitch? I'm sick of this bullshit. I am sick of these hoes. Okay? Sick, 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 sick. Now, what else happened after that? So, boom. After that, that's when our hell broke loose. Let's go to on site. Baby, I bought and got into a fight that, or a melee, let's call it a melee. She got into it down at the club. And this is Alexis Sky. Child, let's get into it. at these two idiots earlier in the night dumb and dumber look at them look at them people in the fucking flesh 
broke ass hoes sitting around watching strippers dance. AK came and say today, it's in me. Let. Okay, whatever the fuck. Okay. Uh, I think she quoting Young Thug or something. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's Akbar with child. Akbar been running all around social media talking about I can't wait to meet you. Okay. She must mean heaven couldn't wait for you. She must be sending them back. Uh, she gonna have to fill out one of them forms for miscarriages and abortions. Cause I know your ass ain't down here by the goddamn uh, van with all this bullshit. Taking these pills one week, fighting the next week. Well, what the fuck then happened? Bitch, we don't know. But at this point in time, uh, Akbar has said that none of these hoes in Atlanta uh, is safe. Lyra or Alexis. Okay? Is anybody moved? I don't think so. Oh! Akbar said, powder head assholes. I wish I would let a bitch addicted to Percocets call me a powder head. Akbar V. You got a drug problem. Man, you, you know what? I just don't know which way to turn with these addicts. I don't know what the fuck they want me to do. Powder. Okay, Akbar said, first time some shit happened, y'all make me the devil. What if I was having a normal conversation with somebody and hoes start running up on me like I'm lame? Like, what if? Serious question. <laughs> Girl, what happened, bitch? What happened down at the club, dear? Come on now. What happened? Like, okay, girl. She said, y'all hoes need a crew. I stand alone, yeah. The type to catch everybody by herself for my family. Win, lose, or draw. It's just something about me that ain't gonna let no, uh, Mona Buddy punk me. Okay? Mona D, punk me is what she said. So, um... I I just uh <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> what is wrong with her? What is wrong with these bitches? Y'all need to shut the world down again. Y'all was preaching all this bullshit while uh the quarantine was going on, how y'all gonna enjoy life and uh people was dying next door, so y'all was gonna do better and this what this how y'all act? Let's get into this clip right here. And I had posted this on social media uh, to Mom's World. I didn't even realize there was Alexis guy in them out there. You know what I'm saying? This that love and hip hop shit. I said that in the comments. That that's that love and hip hop shit for sure. Where um they just be doing the most for a little bit, and we don't, we don't be for it. I mean, get a fucking life. Let me show y'all how to become a part of Discord and then ask y'all for twenty dollars right quick. And if you just can't get enough of me, Milagrograms, then you can go ahead and check out Mob Radio Official. It's the place to be for everything Mob Radio related. All you have to do is scroll down to where you see the ball, click citizenship, create an account, 
and boom, there goes the link to Discord. It's like everybody having your phone number without all of the risks. So we can talk, text, and even face chat if we wanted to. So I can't wait to see y'all there. Now let's get back to the show. More money, more money, more money. Are you enjoying the show? Then go ahead and drop something in my cash up on my PayPal because this is an independent operation. This channel is funded by the people for the people. So you gonna invest in a nigga or what? They say the dickies. All right, you guys. I hope you send me my money and you're not playing with me. And I don't have to cuss y'all out so it's a bitch can't go and make another video. She got off air because she ain't getting no money. Yeah, bitch, and I will look at The game is out here showing his dick print, and it's unattractive. You know, let's just say that. Um, listen, I don't speak for all women, but I'll say this. There are a lot of women like me who do not like going to male strip clubs. I would go to a strip club full of women any day because I'm not interested in dicks flapping around and ball sex hanging and shit. I, I don't find men to be as aesthetically pleasing in that setting as women are. Point blank, period. Okay. Um, I think that people definitely enjoy, you know, getting a little picture if they fucking with somebody, they want to see this and that. But I think that women like the subtleness, you know, of it being more of an accident than anything else. I think when men get up in their underwear, literally it, like this, like the game does every, every, every time it's a half moon, blood moon, retrograde, his ass got to get up in some tight ass draw showing his dick print. To me, it's just unattractive. The same way women, you know what I'm saying? Bent over showing pussy prints is unattractive. Like, okay. You know, it just be for everybody. So, at this stage of development, I, I don't even be looking twice. Um, the game has been so trashy and handled himself in such a way throughout the years that I, who's attracted to the game in that way? That doesn't mean that the game is not an attractive man, not a handsome man. But are, how do y'all feel about the game? Does anybody wondering what he doing and just give a fuck? No, I think the game really had the opportunity to have a solid career and a solid persona. And I think a lot of that cracked with his thirst for social media. The game likes attention. He likes being posted, in my opinion. He likes people having a conversation. He is childish. He does not speak and, and hold conversations and post like a man at his stage of development. You know, he always entertaining some bullshit and doing some bullshit, you know? So, um... I, I wasn't worried about that. Now, he claimed he over here trying to lose weight, okay? But what I'm worried about is all the money that's being lost because the game has lost another lawsuit. Uh-huh. My y'all ass is sitting over there worried about his dick. He owes some more money. Okay. Let's go ahead and get into that. The game has been hit with a $500,000 judgment over a canceled tour. So, according to the Daily Telegraph, a federal court has ruled that the game must cough up the cash to cover damages from a 2017 fake tour. The judge found that the rapper, real name Jason Taylor, and his agent, Cash Jones, liable for the Seven City Tour being scrapped in the case um, brought by Australian promoters, Tour Squad. So, the defendants were ordered to pay $478,119.73 in damages. They will also have to cover interest in the amount of $78,506.08. The legal dispute was over a planned 2017 tour that was set to feature shows in Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane, Adelaide, and Perth. Per their deal, the game was to be paid $51,340 per show, along with $20,000 for an after-party appearance, okay? The promoter was also working out deals for the game to make club appearances. In the suit, 
Tour Squad said that the game and his team backed out of the tour after they refused to pay $3.2 million for a documentary that he wanted to film. Things got worse when the musician demanded that they pay for him to bring a 15-person entourage. The game has yet to address his latest loss in court, okay? And so I think that you're absolutely right in the comments, uh, okay, okay, empath, that the game is showing y'all his dick print, trying to lure y'all over to his OnlyFans so he can make some of this money. Y'all don't want to believe that these people be having the types of problems that they're having, but they are, okay? Ain't nobody finna sit up and broadcast that they lost the fucking lawsuit. So, at the end of the day, um, yeah, y'all need to be paying attention. And what y'all need to be paying attention to is his broke ass, okay? If you think you finna hit a lick fucking with the game, you better hope he lick you with that whack-ass stroke he got. That, that's all that licking gonna be going around that motherfucker. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Oh, bitch. I didn't even write his little segment down. Oh, well. Let me write him down for other. Cussing these hoes out and keeping it pushing. Let's go ahead and get into Meek Mill and them. Yeah, let's talk about that. Yes. Meek and Milan. Moulin Rouge, as I call her. So, here she go. She done bought him a motherfucking car. Okay? And correct me if I'm wrong, didn't she just buy him a card not too long ago? I mean, huh? Oh, yeah. Thank you, baby. Want to join the conversation? Hashtag Mob Radio on Twitter, and I'll read your thoughts live on the air. And if you've been watching the show and enjoying yourself, how about you like the video and subscribe? Now, let's get back to the show. Hey, I'm the secretary of every motherfucking thing. But, yeah, don't forget that at the end of the show, we read, you, uh, we read the hashtag so that we can get into some of your comments, okay? But let's go ahead and get into it, so... Milan seemingly defends buying her baby daddy Meek Mill a new car. Um, she said, take care of those that take care of you. Some of you ain't never had a real one hold you down, and it shows, okay? And so, as you can see, he had posted a picture of this new vehicle with a big bow, and he said, thank you, baby mama, and she said, you welcome, baby daddy, okay? And uh, if, if that's what a bitch feel like she need to do, bitch, then I guess my baby daddy ain't never gonna like me. Bullshit. Won't be none of that. And it damn sure won't be none of that after I dumped in that. After the way that he uh, mishandled your ass all in the media and then dumped your... The nigga came out and announced dumping your ass, but ain't even announced y'all was together. The way that he continued to pine after Nicki Minaj. You know what I'm saying? That, that whole relationship was a... a <laughs> laughable ass joke bitch so i don't know what the fuck if you feel like that's what you want to do because you know the real and all that bullshit then cool y'all don't know the real him head ass yeah okay girl okay girl but let's go ahead and get into this though okay was meek mill hat or did he really purchase a dildo off of amazon and did moulin rouge get the car with a ppp loan so, that's the question of the day on display on display each and every day so what was said y'all better make sure y'all following mom's world on instagram so what was said was i need vibrating panties with the remote lol they on amazon then he said how do you unlink your twitter from your amazon account this is urgent and then what came next baby 
I just purchased a 10-inch super long realistic dildo for women. Waterproof ultra soft silicone dildo. Lifelike penis wand for women and men. Find out about the product here. If anybody that doesn't know, if you have all of your shit linked when you purchase something, there is a setting that uh, can have it automatically post. I, we have been left speechless, people. We have been left speechless. We don't know if Meek was trying to jiggle his ball sack with the panties. We, uh, why did he buy it? If it wasn't for you, why did you buy it? A 10-inch dildo? Waterproof? Wow. And um, the whole message about how do you unlink your Amazon before that popped up, I mean... And if you actually notice, look at the time that passed. There was an hour between the person asking, because I know they're going to try to lie and say he was hacked. But um, there was an hour between that message about how to unlink and then the post about what was purchased. And then he got upset talking about, oh, well, y'all not posting when I'm doing good. I just did this, that, and the third. Bitch, you don't post when you're doing good. Your ass always sitting around looking like a shitty booty bitch on the back of a fucking dirt bike aisle in Philly with them red glass chains in that damn car riding around all the motherfucking time. Or what you be doing? You don't be promoting. We don't even fucking know. So you expect people to go on a goddamn treasure hunt? Bitch, I better not walk behind you. So at the end of the day, kiss my ass. Now let's get into this right here. That's my man and I'm going to stick beside him. Milano De Rouge LLC from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Limited liability company. Loan them out $108,971. Date approved May 1st, 2020. Um, if everybody doing so well, business thriving and surviving and shit, what's it? You know the people are messy. So we, we, we don't know what the hell going on around there. But uh, it's looking like a facade. Everybody ain't doing as well as they claim. All right? Sucks to be you. Let's go ahead and get into, hold on, let me make sure I got everything, Jada Wada, okay? Uh, Jada Wada will be doing, or or she did, some marketing for um, Milan De Rouge, whatever the fuck her name is, Milan Rouge, and uh, let's check it out. Jada here, and I am from Savannah, Georgia. I'm 23 years old. I'm an entrepreneur, and I'm a mom. I make 23. my a reality by just living. I just like to go with the flow. Like, some days I just wake up like, I want to start this business, or I'm going to invest in this, and it just works for me. Like, pray and get me through everything. When I feel like I'm ready to give up, I pray. When I feel like I'm doing amazing, I just made all this money, I pray. So it's just like, you got to pray your way through things and see the, you know, see the light at the end of the tunnel. Okay, Jada Waiter is young as fuck and then been all around the world. Um, I thought that that was a really, really inspirational message. Um, and so I don't think that there's anything wrong with it. She's a, a really big figure on social media. Uh, she definitely pulls people in and she can sell a product. So I think that's a good look for the brand. You know what I'm saying? To have her. I think that she looks amazing. Y'all know I like Jada, so I thought that that was cute. Okay, she is really young. Now let's get into this because I was really, really happy to see it. Jada showing her sister some love. So um, her sister, Amira, she had a grand opening for a shop. I guess it's a beauty uh, salon or something like that. A uh, suite. We'll have to see. 
but she showed us some love. They have a very tumultuous relationship. And um, a lot of people highlight, you know, when they're going through things, but a lot of people don't highlight, you know, when it seems like they're trying to move past it. And so I just wanted to say that I think that that's a really good thing. Um, I don't wish bad on either one of them, and I hope that they can iron out their issues and move forward. You know what I'm saying? Because when God gives you, you know, certain people in your life, you know, that's for a reason. You know, your sister, your brother, or whatever, baby, figure it out. Figure it out if you can. Because God gave you them people. That's your sister. Don't go over like that. So I, I was really happy to see it. Really, really happy to see it. All right, you guys. Let's go ahead and get into Mary J. Blige. Let me start by saying that um, I am disgusted by particular comments that I saw. Danny Boy came out and he was having a conversation about a lot of different things. One of the things that he touched on was a, a relationship that he had with Mary J. Blige. Now, this is allegedly because we cannot prove it, but that is him, a first party source who was in the industry that can be proved. Um, who, you know, says that that's what happened when he was a teenager, okay? I was disgusted at comments in, on the shade room that said that, oh, you know, well, he talked too much. He a man. Niggas always getting some pussy and going around and telling. He lame. Y'all love sitting up here saying, you know, women be unprotected and shit like that. Y'all don't be giving a fuck about what happened to these niggas, man. Y'all do not be giving a fuck. How is that what the fuck came to your mind when that man said that he was 15 or 16 and that allegedly a 24-year-old woman was flying him out for the purposes of having sex? Trafficking, as it would be considered in a lot of places. Okay, let's go ahead and get into it. This is Danny Boy. He was on Dialogue. Shout out to them. And let's go ahead and get into the particulars. Who, who doesn't look up to Mary J. Blige as like, you know, this, the, one of the queens? You know, of that time, she's she's a queen of R&B at that time, at least in the hood. And we up there chilling, we up there chilling and drinking and drinking. And I do love Mary J. Blige. After I left for a little while. I don't love nobody talking, too much not to speak up. I left out and she'll call me back up to the room. He said, come back, come back upstairs, man. Old girl wants want to see you. Fuck is old girl. Think for one of the other girls that was at the table and I get up there to the room Suge's in, the, in his in his room and Misa's sitting on the bed with a sheet wrapped around her you know and you can kind of see like a nice body and she got this sheet wrapped around her what the fuck really going on around here and uh, Mary's sitting on the couch so I know the girl that he in the bed with don't want me so I went in I'm he closed the door and shit, and I sit down and I start talking to Mary. In the inside, I'm about to lose it, because I'm actually sitting here talking to Mary. She's sitting on the couch and shit, and we ordered some food and some old drinks. And somebody knocked on the window, knocked on the door. She ran and kind of damn near jumped behind the couch, hiding. You ain't got to worry about him. You know, it's you straight. You did it alone. I'm 15, 16 years old. And she like Pause. Everybody sitting up here talking about what age this that was, da 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 We already talked about it, Lawanda. He claimed that he was 15 or 16. That is why a conversation is being had. People are saying, no, he was 18 at this particular time. Let's stop, people. Let's stop. How many times in the music industry 
do people lie and say that they're older so that they can be in the midst of shit? You can go back to that 70s show. Mila Kunis, she was too young to be on this show. But she wanted to be on there so bad, she lied about her age. Da -da -da. It's, it's not crazy to think that he would have lied about how old he was. Y'all saying, but he was 18, he was born in 1977. Once again, how old is Cash Doll? Okay, thank you. So, we don't know. You don't know. All we do know is that he sat here now and said that he was 15 or 16 years old. If they were to do an investigation, I'm sure that they would quickly fact check and they would get the, the accurate dates and times and shit. But per what he said, he says that he was 15 or 16. I think it's real fucked up that people want to go out of their way to, to just make it a situation where she doesn't have any fault in it. When you have somebody claiming that when he was a teenager, he claims that she at 24 years old was flying him out to have sex. So I think it should be looked into, if nothing else, because we weren't there. So we can't tell them what the hell was going on. But let's real quickly go and pull up Mary J. Blige and Danny Boy's ages. Let's see what it says on record. Mary J. Blige age, she is 50 years old. Okay. Mary J. Blige, January 11th, 1971. And then let's do uh, Danny Boy. I know y'all ain't pulled up the wrong damn Danny boy. Pulled up the white boy. Child. Let me pull it, uh, death row. Look at this. Danny boy originally signed for a five-year run with death row records by Suge Knight at the age of 15 years old. Mm. At the age of... 15. Let me see if it says how old he is. But there you go. 1977. So if Mary J. Blige was born in 1971, okay, he was born in 1977, that's six years, a six year age difference. So they said, What type of research is y'all doing? What kind of research is y'all? Well, that's what we're trying to see. They said, Click on his birthday. Daniel Stewart, born October 31st, 1977, uh, better known as Danny Boy, is an American R&B and soul singer. So they have a six-year age gap. So does anybody want to pull out their calculator? If he was 15 or 16 years old, then she would have been around 21. She would have been around 21 years old for everybody that uh, needs to do their math, Okay. So anybody sitting up saying, well, he was this age, he was that age. Well, he was brought into the fold, you know, when he was 15. Who knows when this shit happened? Wikipedia can be tampered with, but what I think needs to be paid attention to is his claim. He said he was 15 to 16, so. Laying on the couch. And I'm sitting on the other end, and she that's laid he down said she on was the couch and put her head in my lap. Then he would have been 17, if that's the case. Like, damn. He can't be talking about Mary. He's talking about she wanted me to come back up here. Now she's on my lap. And I'm sitting there and I'm wondering, I'm like... Oh. And pause. Does that make y'all feel better? Because I, I just really don't understand why it's a problem 
and y'all call it grooming if a man is sitting up here going after young ladies fresh out of high school and high school age. But if it's a woman, y'all don't care. Now, when he went 15 to 16, he was 17. He's a fucking kid. A fucking kid. So I'm just trying to understand where the fuck y'all be coming from with this bullshit. What, what is this gonna end up to? And she stayed a couple, she stayed a couple more hours. And uh, we decided to go in another room because it was a sweet. We went in another room and laid down. And she laid down with me and she kind of like backed up against me. And every time she backed up against me, I would move away and shit, you know? And uh, from that time, I had an opportunity to go out to New York and visit her a couple more times. Mm. And uh, you know what it is when a girl back up on you and you young and shit. I'm trying to show her that she ain't phasing me. I'm hard as goddamn. <laughs> She's backing up against me. This Mary J. Blige. And uh, quite naturally, I mean, you know, I don't even know if you're supposed to say you had. You supposed to say you had sex with people on camera. Anyway, whatever. I'm not quite sure, but relations. Yeah, we had relations. That's a good <laughs> way. <laughs> who, who doesn't? Okay, and that's what he said. They said, "Why did Mary hide behind a couch?" He claims because she thought it was KC. If you don't know, KC and Mary J. Blige had a very, very volatile relationship, where it's been alleged that he was very abusive to her, and that you know they were on drugs and shit like that. So. um if you go watch the whole interview, that's why he says that she jumped behind the couch. But he asserts that he was about 15 or 16 years old when that took place. Once again, I've never been for uh, half-assed reporting. And so I think it should be looked into, not necessarily just plastering Mary J. Blige's face all over everywhere and saying, cancel her, she's this, she's that. I don't think that's fair to do to anybody. I just think that the same energy needs to be kept, you know what I'm saying, as when it's somebody else, at least look into it. Is that something that happened? If it can be ruled out, then fine. And I think when people are doing interviews like that and something like that comes up, y'all need to have enough integrity to get serious about it then. When that shit finally came out of his mouth and y'all had all of that footage, once y'all got done, make sure you get the footage first, then it should have been... So basically you're saying da-da-da-da-da that she was having sex with a minor and and she was flying you out. Can we talk about that way? We want to be clear. Versus, exactly, versus sitting up there laughing and shit, trying to get a real understanding. Because it, it, don't, it don't make no sense to me that y'all clip this shit for headlines so it can go viral, but y'all ain't asked no pivotal fucking questions. That is heavy ass shit. So he could have sat there and reminisced and smiled and laughed all he want to. But once he got done, we was going to have to talk about that. Because you have just accused a black woman of, you know, having sex with, with, with a teenage boy. That's what you just set up here and fucking did. And I, I feel like people need to be listening to what the hell people saying. So like, wait a minute, wait a minute. What are you alleging? Let's be clear. Do you understand what you just said? And if that is what you're saying, since you just said it here, can we talk about that? Because the people going to want to know. Let them know flat out. The fact that he even said, can I say that? You knew what the hell you was doing. You know what you was doing. He admitted. He wrote about this in his book, he says. Danny Boy has a book. He said, I wrote about this years ago. He said, before Instagram, that was my little moment. Because, you know, I ain't done a whole bunch of shit. So I was with Mary J. Blige. He been talked about this. He did not just get up and repeat this on this. Oh, I'm sorry. He didn't just get up and reveal this shit on that platform. He put it in his book. So, with that being said, 
once he did the interview and talked about it, I think questions should have been asked. He made it clear that he wanted attention the first time he talked about it. And then it kind of just sounded like it's a part of his story. So he ain't shy about addressing it. But it wasn't nothing he was trying to milk because he had already did that. He, he wrote the book and he was clear about that. So I don't feel like he really got anything to hide. He said, I was trying to have my little moment for, uh, okay, well, make it plain then, nigga. You see him smile and laugh about it now. But I also saw and heard Lil Wayne smile and laugh about admittedly getting raped. So, you know, a smile and a laugh cover up a lot of pain and a lot of hurt a lot of times. So I'm not buying the smile and the laugh. And I would have tried to get, you know, into some more damn details if it was me. Okay. All right, you guys. Let's go ahead and get into Gucci. Hold on. Let me write this timestamp down. Oh, wait. I got to get in the T.I. real quick. My fault. My fault. A lot of people have been left confused. I see y'all sending it to me in the DMs. They're, they're not understanding what the hell T.I. got going on this morning. T.I. posted this photo. Uh, he says, an apology. Draco voice. Hashtag what it's come to. When we're hashtagging what it's come to, and you post a picture of black men laughing, when you're being accused of sexual assault, that is a slap in the fucking face. The arrogance of him. And shame on everybody that don't say nothing about it. Because I done seen y'all ruin the lives of many a nigga. Because y'all call yourself not liking them. But he didn't set up here and made a mockery of the whole fucking thing. Called them lying bitches in a record. Y'all didn't say shit. People actually putting out art telling you their story. And oh, look at this. Look how arrogant. Look how fucked up. Look how narcissistic. That person's a psycho. This nigga make a trash ass record and then post black men. Do you really think that a woman would want to come forward and reveal herself? Look at what he's fucking doing. Look at what he's doing. Why would I not think that that was a dig towards me when the whole song is about the accusers and you literally post a picture of powerhouse people in the industry laughing? Then an apology. Like, bitch, I ain't sorry. Like, wow. That's how I guess because there's no evidence. That don't make this type of, this type of shit okay. That don't make it okay. So I, I just think that that's ridiculous. And he should have a little bit more class than that. You know, but whatever. T.I. gonna do what the fuck he do anyway. Okay. But anyway, let's go ahead and get into Gucci. So, Keisha K.O.R. and Gucci Mane, how do we feel about them? They said Keisha uh, had been forgiven after uh, Gucci was in jail. They said she was down there fucking uh, big head. Rake it up. Got it. They then they said she was down there fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they said she was down there fucking. Got it. While Gucci was in jail, but they got past that and all kind of shit like that. Uh, I'ma leave a nigga hanging before they close the gate, and I hope a nigga know that. And don't call me. Love ya. I done told you before, and I'ma tell you again. Bitch, I'm not doing it. Um, and I say that to say, if I was doing dirt with a nigga, okay, then I answer the phone and shit like that. that. That ain't right. It ain't right to leave somebody hanging if you was in the car. But I'm not finna condone and encourage you to do anything like that. So I can stand on my, on my two feet and say I'm not gonna be present if something were to happen to you because it would have been a shock to me. Because I've never entertained that. When I was growing up and I caught myself liking these niggas that was doing different shit, I was always trying to encourage them to do something else. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, um... 
for a person like me, because that's not something I would entertain, that's why I'm already knowing I would not be around. Because you brought that on yourself. But if you're the type of person that was fucking around with somebody and you was benefiting from, it can't be if a nigga get caught up for selling drugs, you ain't going to answer the phone. But, bitch, you was driving a car from the drug money. And your bills was paid from the drug money. And, bitch, you had new clothes from the drug money. Your house stayed done and the kids stayed dressed. That It don't work like that. That's fucked up. Bitch, that's fucked up. So, yeah, you do need to ride that out. And I'm not saying you can't go and fuck around. Because I don't think it's fair for somebody to have to stop living because, bitch, you incarcerated. But you can still fuck with them and let them know that they ain't forgotten about and try to make sure they got some Twinkies and Wham Whams, bitch. Because you was profiting off of the shit. Okay? So, guess what? Listen. Oh, well. Okay? If a nigga go do some shit, that ain't got shit to do with me because I ain't going to sign it. But anyway, um... They said Keisha flipped one million to three. Okay, bravo. Whatever. Any fucking way. There have been a lot of talks about the children. Because, you know, Keisha came into the relationship with children. And then Gucci has kids. Um, there have been rumors that Keisha had some kids over in the islands. And she left them there. And, and Keisha always said she never wanted to show the kids. Because she didn't want them in the limelight. Keisha has vehemently denied uh mistreating children or leaving them you know out the spotlight and ostracizing them or hide them out in jamaica and da, da, da. she says that those things are not true not true not true not true but that's a rumor that be out around town gucci man has a child that is autistic if i'm correct correct me if i'm wrong but is the child autistic and i'm gonna say this and i'm not gonna say a name and i'm, I'm not even gonna go there because i understand how certain things come off when y'all think I don't like people. So you take everything as hate. I, I can read the room. So bitch, whatever. There's a celebrity who has a child who I see because they post them a lot. Who has some type of issue. And I can see it from a mile away. A mile away. And it first came to my attention when somebody. um, Okay, thank you, Team Minaj. I'm going to check that out. I'm going to check that out. Um. She got into it with somebody and the person said, my son actually does this and he's autistic. And I think that you should check this out. And the person took offense to it. I looked at it and I said, wait, because I, I never paid attention. And I actually think that um, that person may have been onto something. And I think that people want to be offended so much and we're so protective of our kids that we don't like hearing shit. But I will never forget the time that there was somebody on social media who had an enlarged throat. And somebody noticed it. And it saved their fucking life. They were able to go to the hospital because somebody said something. And they could go and deal with it. And da, da, da. So, you know, it, sometimes when people say shit on social media, it's not coming from a place of hate. It's coming from, hey, you might want to check on this and that. And then it's kind of, you know, there are some celebrities that get babied. Because, let me say this. It was all fair game to talk about Blue Ivy's hair. But y'all ain't said a damn thing about blah, blah, blah speech. But that's what happens when you a nigga. Okay? Now, bitch, go check that. Okay? I'm finna move along. And you take it how you want to. I didn't say no name, so kiss my ass. Don't have time for it. Ain't, ain't worth the headache, honestly. Ain't worth the headache. But if you know, then you know. Now, let's go ahead and get into this right here. So, Gucci has a child. That allegedly has a problem. Okay. What problem? I think it's autism. But I, I don't, I'm not going to pretend to know. What I do know is. The mother of that child and Gucci have a horrible relationship. 
And um, they've been trying to, you know, get certain things like a mode of transportation that's reliable. You know, all, all kind of shit, right? Gucci seems like he has fought tooth and nail to stop her from having particular things because he don't fuck with her. While everybody else can splurge and live a particular type of way. So it's turned a lot of people off. Over the years, the mother of that child has complained. Okay? And so I think a lot of people kind of brush it to the side because nobody really highlights it as much because people like Gucci. But that's not okay. Let's go ahead and get into this. And you tell me what this shit makes sense at. Okay? Because I can identify with certain things. But, but you tell me. Let's pay attention. They said she gets support, child support now, though. Okay, okay. All right. Gucci Mane explains why he feels like a first-time father, despite having a 14-year-old son. So, to be fair, everybody has a perspective. Gucci, um, can, if he hasn't been in a child's life, why wouldn't you think he feels like a first-time father when he's actually married to the mother of his child and they're in a household? That is a blow. I, I, I would imagine that that would be very hurtful to the child and maybe the mother of the child. When you love your kid, you feel for him as well. All I'm saying is, do you understand what he's saying? That don't change the, the fact of the matter. The fact of the matter is, he could really feel like, okay, well, I, I feel like I'm finally actually stepping into that role because I'm here. And you got to just be able to listen to people. That don't make it right. But, you know, just listen. But let's, let's, let's see what happened. In a recent exclusive interview with Billboard, Gucci Mane said that because of his relationship with his first son's mother and the circumstances in which um, he met the now 14-year-old, it made him feel like a first-time dad with ice. Me and the mother uh, were kind of like strangers, Gucci said, sharing that he had only found out about his oldest son when he was 10 months. That, that's young, babe. And met him when he was one. He's 14 now. Okay. With Ice, Gucci is learning things as a father that he didn't get to learn with his first son. I never knew how much attention you got to pay to a baby. It's not easy. It's a great thing and I love it. But it's definitely challenging to be a parent. Kayor, as in Keisha Kayor, she, uh, she said she gave her husband a little more credit. Saying for maybe the first four weeks, Gucci put him to sleep every night on his chest by himself. He's a great dad. And since his son is teaching him new things about fatherhood, he felt that it was only right to let the infant grace the cover of his album, Ice Daddy, which was not only, um, which not only honors Ice, but Gucci's father, Slim Daddy, okay? So he said, I always want my music to talk about what's going on in my life, and the most important thing in my life now is my son. As far as what type of father Gucci is, K.O.R. says that the Lemonade rapper is a protective parent. She said his kids are in quarantine, which he doesn't play games with. Nobody sees those kids unless you get a corona test or a damn vaccine. Kaora, who has three children from a previous relationship, explained in a 2017 Breakfast Club interview that she doesn't show her kids on social media because she doesn't need the kids in the limelight. Uh, I need them to go to school and just be children. So help us understand why Ice got his face all over every damn well. Do that make sense? What what changed, if that's the case? But because it's Gucci, baby. Alexis said maybe because his father wants that. At the end of the day, I think people need to keep that same energy and be on one accord. Because the problem is, she did that interview in 2017. And that's what she said. So if we hold her to what she said. Okay, obviously, because y'all can make a profit off this situation, we can see him. Fuck the other kid. They, they ain't nobody making no money off them damn kids. So here, put, put him right here. 
that be that bullshit. That the excuse is that you had a bad relationship with the mama. I just want black people, and I'm talking about my community. We're not the only community, but I want black people to do better. Oh well, we don't get along, and y'all be y'all be okay with that, and y'all don't be giving a damn. You gotta you gotta love your child more than you can't stand the motherfucking mama or anybody else. And it's a damn shame that niggas is sitting up here like Bow Wow, who just said he don't give a fuck about his baby mama's uh, postpartum depression. I don't know her. Y'all are inserting y'all penises into women y'all don't know nothing about, don't give a fuck about. Wow. Wow. So, you know, it's just a lot of a lot of shit that needs to be uh, corrected. A lot of behavior that needs to be corrected. All I know is you can't make somebody want to do something. And um, God will make your enemy your footstool, honestly and truly. And so whatever God sees fit to take place with Gucci, to have him, you know, come to terms with the decisions that he made, baby, that's between them at the end of the day, you know? And so uh, I think, and it ain't just Gucci, it's the women as well. It's a lot of women that need to stop looking at me and it's fucking paydays because Gucci didn't rape nobody. So same way he didn't know her, she didn't know him. Why y'all continuing to put yourselves in these fucking situations? One day you're going to have to grow the fuck up. And everybody makes mistakes, so it is what it is. That was years and years ago. But you would just hope that niggas did fucking better. Now, let's go ahead and go back to the Akbar situation because we have some updates. You know we be uh, reporting live, okay? So hold on. Because she went on live and uh, she talked about what her issue was. And and this is part of my problem with Akbar. Akbar loves this shit. And you can't tell me no different. Akbar loves being like the center of attention and everybody talking about her. Because she will milk the fuck out of it. And then what does Akbar do every time like clockwork? She crying and praying. And, and, and that's just another reason why I don't fuck with that shit. Alexis Sky live right now. Let me go take my over to her finance page. She live on the scene, baby. I invited this girl to my booking. I never invited you to my booking. You wow. called TC, blowing him up to come to me and Larry's booking that you was not invited to. I have not talked to you in months. I am blessed. I got things going on. I don't even, like, do this. You want clout or something. Do you, like, just ask me to post you. That's all you have to say. I'm confused. Like... You calling me and then uh, like you you're a, like you're a bully. That's your problem. You're a bully. You just want to attack people for no reason. I n like I have nothing to do with nothing. You me and you had a conversation, and you keep going on and on. No, she's just crazy, and this is why I rather just not be her friend. I don't even have her number saved. Oh, like after the show, I let her be. They say like, Alexis a truck driver. She's sick. She's crazy. Something's wrong with her. And like, she needs help. Like, your page got deleted. You want to be on Instagram? Like, just ask me for a shout out. That's all. You came to my hosting and you threw a thousand dollar bitch. Like, what is a thousand dollars, bitch? I, like, my back end was like, let me not even go there. Like, Ooh. you came to our booking, making it yours. We let you do that. Like, I'm just so confused. Like, I'm very confused. Like, what was the fight about? I don't understand what your problem is. Like, and then you recording my conversation. Like, what is your what? What point? Are you trying to prove Ooh. you're not gonna slap me, bitch? You can't fight. I'm not even a fighter, but bitch, I, I'll fight you ah! and probably beat your ass. Come on, Lick. See, the bitch, I ain't even a fighter, like, like, but stop. I'll fight you. <laughs> it's 
it's like you're miserable. Misery loves company. Like, I, like this is too much. Like, it's way too much. Like, it's too much. Just that big really list. Just, like, pathetic and childish. And I'm going to pray for you. People like this, yeah, you got to pray you for. Because you know what's happening? I got so much positivity going on in my life. This is just the devil trying to be busy. And you the devil. That's what it is. Hi, girl. Hi. Hi. <laughs> nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Me you too. Like, you just, you just the devil. That's it. Like, <laughs> and you want somebody to sit here and, like, come on now. Like, that's why your Instagram is deleted because God is, oh. like, ugly. You just keep doing, like, just nasty shit to people. Like, your like your karma is going to keep hitting you. Like, stop doing that. Like, you could have came to the host and been normal. Lara is not worried about you. She was not even, she didn't even notice that she was there. You had to say something to her. Hey, Lara. She didn't even notice you. Like, come on. Like, you, like, you got your surgery. You look good. You should be feeling good about yourself. Like, you look the fuck good, girl. Like, you, you look amazing. And you still miserable. I'm just confused. Ooh. Like, at this point... Do you have a face mask? Let's go to party because they... I know, but I need a face mask. Please. Um, All right. Now, let's go on over here to um, what the fuck Akbar had to say. So, how do y'all feel about what Alexis was saying? They took away Lizzo's verification on Twitter. And what? Let me go look. Not a shakedown. Bitch, they did. This happened to somebody else not too long ago. And they spoke about it. He was like, I don't know and I don't care. This just happened to somebody else. But you can see Lizzo, 1.6 million. No verification. Joe Budden, that's who it was. That's who it was. So I don't I don't know what the hell is going on, but that did happen recently, and maybe it's just a glitch, okay? Cause we we know her is verified, okay? Let's go ahead and get into Akbar's side of the store. I wouldn't even on. I don't know y'all girls from a can of paint. Why would I try to be on with y'all? So we get outside. The girl was like, "No, no, you can't be talking." I said, "Who the hell are you talking to? Get out my face! You lying! She trying to grab my hand. I pushed it back." This is already lame because this is the talk that you have with your bitches, you know, the night the night after. When you laid up in bed, you know how you done washed your face so you laid up in bed with your wig, your wig hanging half off. You got your head up under the pillow, you don't want no light, but your bitch called you and you feel like talking about it. That's where you have this conversation. Not on Instagram Live. What the fuck are you doing? That That's giving desperate right there. Like, why are you on Instagram Live with this shit? That, that, that's Waffle House talk, bitch. That's come lay down in the bed with me so we can talk about it, bitch. Like, that's not Instagram talk. Lame. Run up on me. What's wrong with you? So, my little, my little, I used to uh, talk to, he out there. He like, ain't gonna happen you while I'm out there. Like, he, he like, about to oh, really? be with him. What he was at? So, when it went he was down. like, uh, man, ain't gonna happen you while I'm right. I said, I, man, I'm not even tripping. So, running up on me violence, I speak. What? She spit back, spit and get on me. I spit again. Cause I ain't no need to be trying to pump fake. Like, they not finna let us get each other. But I got a whole bunch of spit in my mouth. I can show you what it is. My mouth got dry as here. I kept spitting. And she was like, you better That's go ask school. Boy. I ask nobody about you. I would never do that. I don't give a f So last night, you know what I do. Took, hey, call my phone. Hey, we, mother. I went. They said, is Akbar recording herself while she's on the phone? Yes. 
because with me and Lexis going back and forth about that, that guess what? Lexis, um, you can see Lyra getting up, trying to say something. Like she trying to check something and do all You ain't nobody. You don't sit your powder ass down. First off, like she getting up and Lexis had to tell her like, nah, me and Arthur are not arguing. But Have you ever seen Lyra do drugs? Because we've seen you pop pills. Have you ever seen her do drugs? And if P were to let you or anybody else in Atlanta touch a hair on her motherfucking lace front wig, he a damn fool in Atlanta, bitch. That, that's more of a knock to him than anybody else. Bitch, P better not let nobody uh, do a motherfucking thing to her in no motherfucking Atlanta. Not the city where you're supposed to hold so much weight. That's the mother of your child. So what you need to do is act like you got some sense. And furthermore, um, like I said, I done seen both of them. And I think Lyra will put ass. Who knows? You never know. But at the end of the day, um, you know, sitting up here calling all this shit and saying, Akbar, you are the common denominator every fucking time. So I just find it hard to believe that it's everybody else every time. They say Lyra got drug tested on live. With her fucking hair. So, child, mm-mm. You gotta tell her that. Like, who is she to even think she finna run up on me? Exactly. Who is you? The type of friend that knows that Alexis ain't no fighter. The type of person that probably has seen the way that you behave on social media. The type of person that felt like, okay, well, you not about to do my homegirl. Like, I came up with her. I know the type of bitch she is, and I'll, I'll handle her lightweight for you. It's a lot of bitches out there like that. That's who she was. And Alexis knew her enough to say, it's okay, Lyra. It, the same shit happened on Love and Hip Hop with Chrissy and Emily B. Emily B, bless her heart. I think all, it's some, you meet some people sometimes that, that God created to be taken care of. And I think that Emily B is one of those type of people. And Chrissy is a natural protector. And, and that girl Kimbella sat up there and played on her head top. But Chrissy knew Emily wasn't going to slap that bitch. So she did. Sock that bitch right in her fucking face. Guess what? Hopefully you got a friend like that. Who if you ain't willing, bitch, they'll get out there. But that's what I feel like happened. But my whole thing is, who are you? You sitting up here asking who are they? But they the ones that was booked at the club that you went to. Where you were not headlining. So once again, everybody needs to pipe down. You not like that. Who? And I'm a slappy. Mark my word. That's on my mama. My mama my her grave site. What? And what be bothering me about Osborne is she'll do all of this. But if you call her on the phone and say everything cool, she'll be fine. Oh, my bad girl. Yeah, y'all know I be true. She always do this shit. Cause with me and Lexus going back and forth. Not part three. It's lame to me. You know this what's going on. I ain't doing Who are you on the phone with? I know you fucking lying. Talking about you gonna have to catch her in Atlanta. Hmm. Talking either. And I said I'm not biting my tongue. So I let everybody know. It's up. So see me, y'all might want to swing first. That's how this finna go. Okay. And I'm not playing. I told it. Don't don't text my phone. That's what you better not. Don't text me. And ain't nobody stopping me. You, you better not try to call not now. Oh, I, but I don't do that. Let that go. I'm not letting that thing go. So y'all go. We're going all the way to. All the way to what? 
Okay. Lyra said, bitches come to Philly and think it's sweet. These bitches not playing with y'all. LOL. Okay. Child. And so, as you can see, Lyra and Alexis Sky were the ones who were headlining. So, like Alexis said, it was our booking. She says that Akbar begged to come down now. And then, obviously, that right there. So, uh, I think that Akbar needs to fucking stop. We don't know what happened because we don't have footage. All we got is a little outside tussle and the back and forth. I find myself believing um, Alexis, though. Honestly. Alexis Scott just went on Instagram and she posted her story. She said, I have way too much going on positive in my life. We have to pray for people like this. You call TC to come to me or come out to me and Lyra Holston trying to prove a point in Philly when that's not your city. We never invited you once again. And then you come starting drama for no reason. You need some spiritual help. And the, the only person that can help you is God. Be blessed, Akbar. Someone help her uh, get her Instagram back. And so, um, you know, Akbar has been out in Philly. And she ain't going to let you forget that she's been hanging out in Philly. Okay, getting Percocets in Philly. And so they had they hosting out there, and she tried to prove a motherfucking point. And I believe the girls. I believe Alexis. You know, honestly. I believe her. And Akbar needs to fucking stop. Akbar needs to fucking stop. Oh, God. Asian Nebrat just went online. I'm not going to play with this shit right here. Sh shout out. <laughs> shout out to the post on Mob Radio. I'm not going to play with the praying hands up in the top right. Mob, Mob's world is so love. It's just so ghetto. I love it. I fucking love it. I love everything about it, bitch. It is so mob. Um, Asian said one of my brothers got shot in the chest last night, shaking my head. And so, uh, we want to keep Asian lifted in prayer. Um, there is just so much trauma all the time. Uh, we wouldn't wish that on our worst enemy. I hope you don't get a spirit check if you do. And, uh, she has dealt with a lot of loss and, and just a lot of pain, you know, in the past year alone. And so my heart really does go out to her. She's been trying to be so positive from what I can see and grow and focus on her music. Um, she still will say something if she feel away, but she's been trying to stay as focused as possible. You know, uh, let's get into this right here. Um, Lil Dirk said rest in peace term 